Hey, what's up? Welcome back to Cleveland Fandom Podcast, episode two. Uh, this is Cleveland Fandom Podcast. You can follow us at CLE Fandom Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, I'm your host, Raven, also known as Chris. I have multiple names, many different names. Uh, today's show, today's episode, we're going to discuss the new Marvel hit movie, Breaking All Types of Labor Day Weekend Records, Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. We're going to have an open spoiler discussion on that, so if you have not seen the movie yet, please go see the movie and come on back to us. Um, after that, maybe talk a little bit of the Marvel Disney Plus shows, including What If, uh, WandaVision, Loki, and Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And then looking ahead, ahead to the future of Marvel movies and television and things we might want to see. Um, and then after that, we'll finish the show with the What's Your Fandom segment. Uh, if you're just now joining us, What's Your Fandom is a segment where we talk about anything that we're a fan of for this week, this day, whatever it may be. It could be something in sports, something in movies, TV, other entertainment, could be food, could be anything that you're a fan of. And, you know, we'll let you know what we're a fan of. And we want to know what you're a fan of. Let us know on the Twitter and the Instagram Again, at CLE Fandom Pod. Uh, joining me today is Jason Roberts. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing good. Good to know. Good to know. And joining us one more time is my brother, Everett Williams. How you doing? I'm doing fine. All right. Um, first things first. Diving into Marvel. Everybody has seen Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh... First thoughts. What do you, what do you, what did you think of the movie? Uh, if I was to give it a letter grade, I'll give it a B plus, maybe even an A minus. It was, uh, it was, a, it was your, like a better word, typical Marvel origin movie, but the villain was better developed than anyone outside of Killmonger or Thanos. Yeah. The, and. I big plus the martial art the martial art scenes were good. They weren't the shake up the shaky cam close up where you can't see what in was doing. They pulled the camera back, you can see the hands, you can see the feet, you can see the movement. It had at least what I'm trying to count off the top of my head here, four solid martial art scenes that were just martial arts, not special effects, not and you CGI. can see the entire flow of the fight, right? Yeah, yeah. Not, not special effects, not CGI, just actual old school kung fu fighting. Jason, what do you think of the movie? Um, unfortunately, I'm a little bit harder of a critic. I'm going to have to give it a B minus, C plus. C plus? Yeah. C plus? C why, plus. Okay, why, why C plus? How about that? Um... I would say the first 30 minutes was a little bit too choppy. And for people who are not educated on him, mm-hmm. it's going to throw you off. They did go back later and, as you can see, dust up some of those mistakes. But it still will, like I said, if you're not indoctrinated in the Marvel you're going to be completely lost because people don't won't realize that this movie is actually launching phase four. 
Yeah, and I get that. And, you know, you want to bring in the new viewers and the casual viewers and you want to include everybody. But uh, at this point, either you with it or you're not with it. So, yeah, <laughs> it, there, there's going to be little Easter eggs, little surprise things that the hardcore fans know about that the casual fans won't know about. And like I said, either you're you're into it, you know it or you don't. And it just is what it is at this point. Um, they've already showed. Years ago, going back to the first Guardians of the Galaxy, they can do anything they want to and make it successful. Shang-Chi is the latest example. They can do anything they want to and make it successful. And that right there, folks, if you don't realize, that right there is a Easter egg and a spoiler all in one. Because if people are paying attention, I saw the movie... Way more differently once I got home and sat down and relaxed and thought about what I saw. Gosh, as a process, everything. Yeah, and it was like, whoa, they referenced a lot of stuff. And, uh-oh, certain trailers for up-and-coming movies mm-hmm. are like, whoa. Yeah, we'll dive into that in a little yeah. bit. Um, sticking with Shang-Chi, though. Uh... We've seen the movie. We've seen the post-credit scenes, both of them. Um, I'm guessing this is set about July 2024. It's probably about the same time as Far From Home, because Far From Home is supposed to be after Endgame. Um, what, uh, well, before I ask my real question, you mentioned the fight scenes. What's going on with Wong and Abomination? Where, where did that come from? <laughs> because Wong is secretly the coolest character in the Marvel Universe. And nobody knows it. I mean, we, we like have an idea, but it's like, why is he so awesome? Now, I guess the real question is, where does the Abomination show up next? She-Hulk. Okay, yeah, She-Hulk. I'm guessing She-Hulk on Disney+. Plus. Uh, let, me, uh, let me go back one time real quick about my uh, letter grade. My main flaw with the movie I didn't need the monster fight at the end. Oh, that's one of the best parts. I thought it was, I didn't. I like my kung fu fighting to be kung fu fighting. That was. Good. But the mythology was yeah. a part of it, so that's why that it, it fit. It all flowed together. Maybe not as well as the, you know, the fighting scenes, but it all flowed together. And random, just a little random Chung Chi history. Just I have a huge kind of little collection laid around between my house and the parents' house. From what I've read, Shang-Chi exists because Marvel back in the 70s couldn't get rights to David Carradine's Kung Fu TV show. So they made up their own, and they made the character, which only got greenlit because they threw in uh, Fu Manchu, which is even more racist than it sounds. Yeah, it's very problematic (laughs) history. That's why they had to change a lot of that stuff up. Yeah, And the fact is that most Shang-Chi or Master of Kung Fu, as the comic book is known either deal with Fu Manchu or as a part of a spy organization fighting Fu Manchu. Since they're not going to do any of that stuff, they can do anything with the character in the movies. Uh, Jason, I'm going to ask you my next one. Jailene, Shang-Chi's sister, right? Yeah. She took over the Ten Rings in the second uh, post credit scene. What's next for the Ten Rings? Where do you want to see the Ten Rings next? You think they... 
They'll show up uh, in another movie. They'll have a, you know, do a Shang-Chi sequel. Maybe they'll do a Ten Rings TV show. Um, she's the star of the sequel. Maybe, I can already see it. Or, or I was going to say, uh, since she had the fighting ring in Macau, maybe, you know, Ten Rings has a fighting tournament. And that's how you introduce some other Marvel characters that are very well known for fighting <clears throat> Iron Fist. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You can you can do a ten you can do a ten rings six ep, six episode TV show. You can bring in you can bring back uh, what's what's her what's old girl Power Broker. Uh, uh, Sharon yeah, Carter. Sharon Carter. You can you can share you can use Sharon Carter. You maybe even use Bucky or some of the Dora Milaje. Inch, you could that's a way you could introduce Iron Fist and. Personally, I would like a real Taskmaster, and that would be gotten Black Widow, but that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, going back to Black Widow, because Taskmaster can still happen. It just means it was is not going to be, you know, the daughter from Black Widow. Taskmaster, the character, can still happen with somebody else, you know, taking a mask. And if you really want to get crazy for this team, and this, I'm telling you right now, will not happen. But if you had a fighting series on Disney+, and you're interested in character, there is a town called Madripoor that was introduced in Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV show. And in Madripoor in the comics, there is a bar owned by someone named Patch. Patch is an alias for Wolverine. Yeah, I... Uh, as, as cra- Never happening. Look, yeah, as crazy as that would be, and it could happen, it's just that you... We're pretty sure Marvel would want to save Wolverine's debut for the movie screen, not Disney+. Plus. And the one thing that I did see, and it's just a wide door open. What's that? How they're going to reboot the Guardians of the Galaxy. Because in this movie, when I thought about what was happening, they already told you and showed you just slightly what the Eternals are going to be dealing with. And also... You know Vigo ain't dead. So it's going to be on. Vigo, who you talking about? Somebody's daddy is in the background of this. You know, you call him Quill. Oh, you talking about uh, Ego? You said Vigo. That's, that's, that's what threw me off. You talking about Ego, the living planet, Mr. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell? Yeah, because, you, <laughs> again, spoiler alert, if you're watching... Excuse me? What? So, spoiler alert. If you saw the movie, the rings are crying out. And a lot of people don't realize the rings have a master. Who's their master? Don't know. But. Who are you thinking? mm, I could just say, I can honestly feel that Kang is behind this with them rings. Yeah, we're gonna end up seeing Kane the Conqueror all over. Um Jailing. E. Next for Jailing and the Ten Rings. If the fighting series doesn't happen, I'm going to say that there'll be for lack of a better word, background characters slash okay, I, I use what I said before, t- Taskmaster. You need some mercenaries? Call the Ten Rings. Okay. You need some fighters? Call, call the, the ten, ten Rings. rings. 
you need someone to do a job for you, call the Ten Rings. They've already established that they, they're they all over the world. There are many different people. They're not just one race. They're not just one group. They're not just one religion or anything. They're, ten Rings are all over the place. Ten Rings are infiltrating the world like Hydra was with with S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, going back to the Ten Rings, speaking of the rings, the first credit scene uh, you have Wong look at the rings and saying these are like ancient, you know, ancient rings. And then, you know, the, uh, like dive, dive deeper into them. They're giving, giving off like a signal or a beacon and kind of left it at that. Where do, where do you think that's going with, with, uh, with the signal from the rings? They were actually also alien origin. They're yeah. not from this planet. That's why I figured, like, yo. So, the, the, well, when you say that, there's three things I could pick up off of that. Well, maybe more than three. One, you can go Fin Fang Foom. You've already introduced mm-hmm. Chinese mythology and dragons and alien tech, right? Yep. Two, you have the Eternals coming up in November, so you can, you know, put the Eternals with that or the Celestials with that, right? Yep. Or mm-hmm. three. Um, the Deviants. E, I'm gonna let you do three because I'm pretty sure you know where I'm going with this one. Giant space being that needs to be done right on the MCU screen. I have been saying for years there needs to be a eight year plan to bring Galactus to the movies. Galactus in the MCU would legit be the biggest thing possible. <laughs> And it, and it, because it is MCU and they want to stay so, you know, comic book accurate, it's not going to be a giant cloud with a finger no. Or, no. or just a gla- giant cloud finger. It's going to be Galactus. And if they, uh, with using the uh, post credit scene, they ruled out anything magic that takes out your, I don't know, Shatan, Mephisto, yeah. Doctor Strange type villains. Mm-hmm. They said it's a old. What, older than a thousand years, alien artifact that they don't know that takes care of the Kree, the what, scrolls. So unless they're going to introduce, they also say it wasn't Shatari or anything. Yeah. yeah. So unless they're going to introduce another Marvel alien race, if you which I don't know how, you know, for lack of a better word, big that would be. Galactus is there for the taking. Yeah, and that's like I said. That's why I'm like, hold on. These things are crying out, and the next movie coming up is the Eternals. I said, "Oh yeah, this is definitely could help the deviants." And I'm like, "But who's controlling that?" And that's when I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" Um, Let me throw something else out there. I know we're going to do wild future speculations in a little bit. I'm just trying to think of a. Uh, Space beings or, or aliens or you know something in the mar- cosmic side of Marvel. What if the rings have some Shi'ar heritage, and you start talking Shi'ar Empire in the MCU, which would get all the X Men fans <laughs> excited? Just the possibilities of the Shi'ar Empire being in the MCU. Yeah, I was thinking about that when I said other aliens, but. Like, if, to use some wrestling terms, I don't think CR pops the crowd. 
it, it'll pop the the in crowd, yeah, but not the, not the casual crowd. Yeah, it, CR would be like someone saying, oh, yeah, and that is over there. If you know, you know what they're talking about, but it's not going to get anyone. Like, oh, it's not going to be when they f- first showed Thanos and everyone lost their minds and not and – the half, other half of the crowd was explaining to you why they were losing their minds. Yeah. Um, back to Shang-Chi. What do you want to see next from Shang-Chi, the character? Another movie? Cameo somewhere else? Team up? Um, I'm thinking it's going to be two significant um, cameos. One in the Eternals, and the other one in Spider Man. Think he pops up in Spider Man No Way Home. Yes. I don't know with the ending and him going through the uh, <coughs> the slingering portal with Wong. Yeah. Maybe he's in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I think that's where we're going to see how strong the rings really are. Yeah, the, those rings uh, have too much potential and yeah. too powerful. They, there's there's a lot of things that can go with this. It's just a matter of get, writing down the right story and executing it well. And the main reason I said I think, the, well, I think the rings are way stronger than what any of us are giving them because Wong had no clue on how to decipher any of this. So if Wong... And Doctor Strange and them don't got books on it. They just know these things exist. Mm. That may be our introduction into another person. And I think that man is going to be a real pain in the butt for a lot of people. Who are you thinking? Even though he said he's not, I think Mephesto's. Right below the surface, toying with something. There's been tiny clues all over the place. Or it's almost like, well, it's got to be Mephisto. How could it not be Mephisto? Going back to, I, I will jump into TV right now. Going back to uh, WandaVision, mm-hmm. when you had, you know, the devils in the details. Or, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or, or uh, Loki and. You, you had, like, the, the devil in the stained glass in the church. Uh-huh. There, there's, there's Mephisto clues all over the place where it's almost like, it's got to be soon, right? Yeah, but you know what? Think about it. He's so patient, and whenever he strikes, he always strikes so hard and sudden that either he overshoots his mark or you're going to have to team up hard because he doesn't give you much wiggle room to defeat him. Mm-hmm. And right now, how this is going, it's like, all right, why is these rings really doing that? And you're right. If these stones, but wouldn't the stones? And then I, that's when I really thought about it. I'm like, uh-oh. This stuff is bringing stuff here. Because mm-hmm. remember, well, Captain Marvel, she's always dealing with serious power surges. And every time there's a serious power surge, she goes away. 
and they never something. really explain what those power surges are. Yeah, that's what that kind of leaves it open. It could be whatever they write it to be. Yeah, and like I said, so is she out here trying to keep an an invasion from hitting us? Is she out here trying to gather this stuff to get it away from the planet? But every time you see power surge, even in spoiler alert. She she gotta go. Um, jumping to TV real quick, we you know mentioned WandaVision and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Captain America and Winter Soldier, Loki. What if is on now? Uh, coming up is episode five of What If, but uh, we're not gonna go heavy spoilers on this. But you know this is a spoiler talk anyway. A um, first episode was Captain Carter. Second episode was what if T'Challa was Star Lord and you know he was in the Guardians. Well, not even the Guardians, but he was in the Ravagers. Um, the third episode was you know what if the Avengers did not exist or basically were killed off before they could exist. And in the fourth episode, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Thoughts on what if so far? Yeah, uh, I think overall, what if has been a pretty fun series. It's they're only half hour episodes, so they're not you know, overly long. You can get through them pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And what what if being what it is, all hypothetical situations, quote unquote, because it's obviously talking about comic book movies here. They can go as crazy and as big as they want to be. So the uh, the uh, T'Challa episode was a great example of that, and so was the uh, this past Doctor Strange. I think the Doctor Strange one showed that they're not afraid to be a little dark, little not rated R, but definitely on the definitely ended on the darker downer side. And honestly, if that wasn't animated, that would give you an idea of what Multiverse of Madness it could be, because they already said it's going to have heavy horror movie elements in it, and that's exactly what episode four was, because there are some points in there where it's, okay, this got really dark really fast, and there's some, lack of a better word, some demon-type things going on. And that's actually one of the reasons why I haven't watched What If yet, because so far, the Feige's are real good of misleading you and then sucker-punching you. And I believe... Some of these episodes of What If is setting people up for a little knockout punch to come from the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Like some of the stuff is not just for animation; like it might turn into actual on-screen live-action characters. Yeah, I've already heard, or not heard, but already seen rumors of like uh, Captain Carter. They could they could bring her back to be you know a live-action Captain Carter or just. You know, you do, we don't really know which way Doctor Strange is, is going to go in the second movie of Multiverse of Madness. So, what if could be what if any of this happens? And the main reason I was even saying that because I don't know if people watch the Ultimate Avengers, but if you watch Black Panther, their ships, mm-hmm. even the bad guys that Thanos was using. We're actually from the Ultimate Avengers. And I'm like, oh, 
So I'm like, all right, if the Feige's are smart enough to go back, get things they like, and tweak them, and put them in their movies, I believe they saw something in the comic books that probably Marvel didn't even notice. Mm-hmm. And because let's just keep it real. The X-Men. Right. All of these movies, and yet, only hint we get of the X-Men is, again, like you said, Madripoor, Patch. So, have these, like I said, is Phase 4 going to be such a big plot twist? Because, I'm sorry, you got Blade. People keep forgetting Blade was an Avenger. And you're going to have... There's going to be something serious coming with Blade because... Mahershala Ali's Blade. Yeah. yeah. Because right now, <laughs> just watching these movies, it's like the Feige's are just sucking us in, sucking us in. <laughs> the first Captain Captain America, you're like, yay, Captain America. Second one was like, yo, wow, Bucky? Why? Like, like this is a different yeah. type of movie. This isn't just... You know, bang bang action movie. This is yeah, it's a spy all, thriller. Yeah, it's like, oh, Bucky's bad, yo. What's up with you, Bucky? It's like they are real good at leaving you crumbs, but you can't get full. Mm-hmm. And then when you think you got a good grasp, next thing you know, you're getting cut, and you're like, I didn't see this. And right now, like I said. I left that movie feeling I got sucker punched and I just can't find it. Um, as far as the TV side of things, coming up in November, I want to say November 24th, Hawkeye is on Disney+. Plus. A lot of things going on with Hawkeye. Obviously, Hawkeye's there. If you've seen Black Widow, you have, uh, well, the new Black Widow. <laughs> She's going to be in there. Yeah. Um, Kate Bishop is going to be and going to be in that in that show. And whether it's true or not, there's rumors that Wilson Fisk Kingpin could show up in Hawkeye. And, and that could take things to a whole nother level on many different levels. And I'm sorry. I know people are going to be like, you no. I'm praying they stick with my man from Netflix, Kingpin. Yeah, he uh he played a great Kingpin, didn't he? Yeah, it was like you like him, but dude, do you gotta go there every time? <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio, he was like, he's likable. Wait a minute, he's terrible. He's an evil, evil but he's person. so likable with. And I'm sorry, and for me, he's been such a great actor since I seen him in Full Metal Jacket, mm-hmm. Private Pile. If people don't know, this man, he's he's such a good character actor that. You forget you've seen this man in movies. And that once you see him in a good movie, or I'm sorry, for people who still may have seen Full Metal Jacket, Edgar from Men in Black, the Edgar suit. Yeah. He's he's such a great actor to me that when I saw him in Kingpin, I've kind of felt like, all right, eh, Ben Affleck's Kingpin, yeah. This one right here, he's more. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, 
Ben Affleck's Daredevil with uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. As Kingpin. Yeah, I thought Clark Duncan got, gave us a good Kingpin. But his was like, all right, I'm powerful, I'm brute, I'm strong, I know it. When you're at the point of you don't even see the person no more, you just see him playing the character. Yeah. That is Vincent D'Onofrio all the time. Yeah, it's like he's such, it's like, I'm sorry, in certain parts of Daredevil, I'm like, kick Daredevil's butt, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he, he can't win. He's the bad guy. But he's so good at it that he has to be there. And they, you see there, spoiler alert, Matt Murdock is going to be in Spider-Man, the lawyer. At least that's what we're thinking. That, that is the rumor. That is, that is the big rumor. No, I said Matt Murdock. I, still, that is the big rumor. None of that's going to I don't know who the actor is going to be, but <laughs> that's the only thing that... Fan, fan fan hope is that it's still Charlie Cox from Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. but I just and as if he's in the in the movie, but you know, um, TV like I said, November twenty fourth in Hawkeye. Uh, it was going to be at the end of this year, but it's probably pushed to like January, February. Is Ms. Marvel, and then also in twenty twenty two, you're looking at Moon Knight, She Hawk, probably Secret Invasion, probably Ironheart. Maybe Iron Armor Wars as well. And there was one more movie I meant to ask you about. What's up with Mephisto? I mean, Morpheus, excuse me. I've been reading. Morbi- Mor- the Morbius movie? Yeah. Um, I think it actually got pushed to, I want to say February 22, but don't quote me on that one. You uh, think there's reshoots going on? No, it's just... Uh, being cautious with uh, COVID, you know. Okay, so yeah, Mor- Morbius is uh, right now in January twenty two, January two thousand twenty two, middle or end of month. Uh, January twenty eighth. Uh, you keep bringing up my fist, though. I'm gonna go ahead and make a prediction. Spider Man No Way Home comes out is released December seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Right. Mm-hmm. The next Marvel movie is not until March 25th, Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness. So if you were to do a Mephisto reveal, a mic drop type of moment. You would follow up three months later with Doctor Strange and The Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. You see what I mean? It's just set up just so perfectly for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we get to Spider-Man, because I'm sure we'll be on that for a little bit. Eternals is in November. Um, in the, in the Eternals trailer, they mentioned uh, like an emergence was was awakening. An emergence was coming. Galactus. What is that emergence? <laughs> is it emergence Galactus? Is it Celestials? Is it both? Both. Yeah. You. I mean, you could, and I'm just spitballing this off the top of my head. You could rewrite the Celestials and Galactus. Where Galactus is a rogue celestial, a bad celestial, or he's just a celestial doing his job, which is to eat planets, and someone has to try to stop him from eating yours. And that's why I said it made me think of Guardians of the Galaxy. Ego was like, yo, 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 back up. <laughs> I got this. So you got the deviants right. who are responding to a power surge. Coming from this earth. Now, 
why is that power surge so strong now that they got to get here and they're coming, they're being launched, they're being awakened. What are we being weakened for? Let's, I'll be the one to throw it out there because I read a lot of speculation things and whatnot. What if the, allerg- the emergence is not Galactus? What if it's not Celestials? What if it's not even particularly any name? What if it's just the emergence is mutants? Simple as that. Because you... Okay, let's back up to to uh, the whole Thanos saga, right? Yeah. How many times did the snap happen? Three. Nope. No, I'm saying three in the time. It nope. was- Thanos snapped twice. Yeah. Hulk snapped once. Uh-huh. Iron Man snapped once. Uh-huh. Whole lot of messing up of things as far as possibly... You could, you could write it as... DNA being shifted, altered, whatever. And that could be a way to introduce your mutants. And, and I'm not even saying, like, oh, my God, we're going to get Wolverine on the first one. No, it could be it could be the first mutant. It could be in Salvador Apocalypse. It could be Namor. It could be, you know, we don't know where it could go. And but, you know, uh, the emergence could be just the emergence of a different being, different breed of human and mutants. And that's why I was saying this power surge in even a previous conversation we've had, it also made me think of a crystal. And that crystal brings a whole lot of destruction. What kind of crystal are you talking about? Something that gets attached to someone's heart. What? Yeah, you know. And cannot stop this thing from moving once it gets going. Are you saying that maybe not, you know, in Eternals, but down the line you could have a certain Kane Marco show up? Yeah, and get trapped. And that now brings back someone who wants to um, dominate. And maybe this time it'll work out a little bit better for but if uh, if you do have K Marco Juggernaut, you're you're going to immediately have well Juggernaut's here. Where's his Where's his other family member? Yep. who just happens to be Professor Xavier. Yep. So if you want to play with the mutant theory, actually I think Juggernaut would be a nice surprise in uh, Doctor Strange. The whole you know uh, what's the spell? The Crimson Bands of Sidorak. Yeah. And Juggernaut. So, but. To go back to the Eternals, their emergence, it could be mutants, could be mutants. If it's in space, maybe it's uh, a Phoenix Force coming uh, coming back around. And a Phoenix Force is being attracted by that, what? Them rings, that's probably giving off a new power source mm-hmm. that's similar to the Shi'ar Crystal. The Shi'ar Crystal, yeah. And bands, etc. There's so many possibilities. And like I said, this movie, like I said, I don't like feeling like I got sucker punched after watching the movie. But this in movie, a good way, though. Yeah, in a good way. But this movie, literally, I'm locked up. Like, oh my god, are these? T- and man, my brain just screamed. Our timelines are finally crossing because again, you got to think about Loki. The, line, the timelines 
always are going straight and they're parallel. Mm-hmm. But you cannot let them hit one timeline because when they do, it causes mass destruction. Um, <clears throat> so, Eternals, November, I want to say November 5th. Go see that. We're going to go see that. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> it, 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 you just got that feeling. It's going to be something, obviously something you've never seen before, shot the way it is because most of it's shot on location. Yeah. No green screens yeah. for Chloe Zhao. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, yeah, is, she, uh, is she an uh, Oscar winner? Yeah. She, she is now, I'm sorry, <laughs> Academy Award winning Dang. director Chloe Zhao. <laughs> um, but after that, you mentioned it earlier, December 17, Spider-Man No Way Home. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of multiverse crossing over in this if you've seen the trailer and read anything involving Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I'm going to go villain route right now. Seeing the trailer, you've seen hints of Electro. You've seen hints of Green Goblin. And not uh, Dane DeHaan Green Goblin, but William Defoe Green Goblin. Word. <laughs> and then obviously the, the the big pop at the end you're seeing Dr. Octavius Alfred Molina um, I said Electro because you know the lightning bolts also Jamie Foxx confirmed that he was also in the movie uh, there's been some people to say that they see hints of Lizard in the movie they see hints of Sandman in the movie yeah um, where where else what, what other Villains could you possibly see in this movie? Um, a love interest turned it into a villain. Not MJ though, right? Ah, uh, who you talking about? <sighs> Black Cat got up here. I don't think they're ready for that yet. Dude, no, it's like I would, I would love Craven the Hunter, but Craven the Hunter should be its own movie. Yeah, and it's going to be his own movie with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Maybe do you introduce Craven in this movie? I believe he may be in a post credit. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe in a in a last, it could be like 20 seconds. You just see something like, uh, you know, Spider Man and his nice vest, like Spider Man <laughs> free or something, and you know, you just see Craven put down a newspaper, like okay, I'm loading up all my my hunting material because I got a, a hunt to. Or, like I said, they can give it to us like they did with Thanos. We got to see a gauntlet being picked up. Hey, the whole, I'll do it myself? Yeah. yeah. What if we see a vest being put on the chest? The, um, the lion the lion vest. vest. Yeah. Because, uh, like, Ock, Goblin, Electro, possibly Lizard, possibly Sandman. We've Vulture. Seen, Craven has, has his own movie coming, so you could see Craven. Vulture and Scorp well, Vulture we've already had. Scorpion's been hinted at. Could you do Rhino? Could you do Rhino? Hopefully they redo Rhino. That's Rhino. Yeah. yeah. That uh, Sandman, I think, is a no-brainer. Yeah. And I want to know who they're going to pick for Sandman. I've, I've seen, you know, fan cast rumors, and it's like, Really? Why? But then when you think about it, it's like, it works. But You, you, you know who I'm talking about, don't you? John Cena. Yeah, he looks yeah. like Sandman. Yeah, he does. He's built, built like, like Sandman. Sandman. <laughs> but you know who else 
that I'm really hoping is in this movie. Who's that? The one of the nicest people. He loves everyone, and he just wants to help. See, I see. I hear you Please say that, can. and I know you're talking about villain stuff. And, <laughs> yeah, you want to you want to see Carnage pop up? But yeah, I gotta see Cletus. <laughs> He'll be they'll stay with him for the for the Venom two. Yeah, no, but I yeah. think. Which by Venom the, 2 comes out before Spider-Man. Right, by the way, uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, has been moved up from October 15th to October 1st. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're, you're going to get your Cletus Cassidy, Woody Harrelson right fix, there. baby. <laughs> <laughs> just as, um, go ahead. When we were speculating, all these uh, multiverse variants popping up in uh, Spider-Man, what if the end tag is the quote-unquote real universe is Norman Osborn finally decided, you know what? I'm about to, this man made a Green Goblin suit. He claims to be Norman Osborn. I'm really Norman Osborn. Let me see what's going on here. That's what I actually I want an MCU Norman Osborn. William Defoe's great, we know. I want an MCU Norman Osborn. He doesn't even have to be Goblin yet, but I do want Oscorp. I want Norman Osborn in the but MCU. Who are we gonna, who's going to play Norman? That part, uh, I'm, hey, I'm not a casting director. Because <laughs> you know what? I think he is, that role was meant for a certain male actor. Mm-hmm. Who are you and, thinking? I mean, he just loves his cocaine and a professional. What, what, what actor are you talking about? Gary. Who? Oh, my goodness. Hold on, let me look this man up again. Yeah, you must have Because you know why? <laughs> Um, I don't need Norman to be the Green Goblin. I just like I said, I don't I don't need him. But I need I don't need him to be Goblin. I need I need Norman Osborn. I need Oscorp to be there. And then from there, you could you could you know, you could do a Spider Slayer storyline with Smythe if you wanted to. You know, yeah. Why can't I, Gary Oldman? You want Gary Oldman to uh, to jump in? Yeah, Gary Oldman is just. He just makes your skin crawl when he plays a bad guy. You don't like him. You know he's disgusting, but you love him. Gary Oldman right now is 63 years old. Ain't going to happen. Too old. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not going to be him. No, but. It might be someone, but it's not going to be him. No, nah, I'm trying to think, is there anybody out there right now who's a just good at playing a bad guy? Oh, there is. We're just not. Thinking of that person, yeah, we don't we don't have the name off the top of the head, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's not a difficult part to cast, but it's difficult if you wanted to get it. Like you need to be in a way charming businessman, yeah, but also evil businessman that also has an evil, terrible side behind him that isn't revealed until. And Gary you know. Altman has played them characters to a T. And, and that's why you say that. Huh? Yeah. But it's like right now, we don't have that bad guy you just love to cheer. That void is missing. I mean, I don't know. I, I was going to give you an idea of uh, maybe. Okay, let's do it like this. I, I'll give you a few choices. If you see them as Norman Osborn, uh, how about Mark Strong? You've seen him in Kick-Ass. You've seen him in Shazam. You've seen him in Kingsman. Oh. 
seen him in, uh, he was Sinestro in the Green Lantern. If you've seen that awful Green Lantern movie. Top, um, top three worst movies, that comic book movies ever made. Oh, poor Green Lantern. No, I'm joking. So, <laughs> even Ryan Reynolds took a chance to shoot himself for that. <laughs> um, Javier Bardem. No Country for Old Men. He was in uh, Skyfall. See him as Norman? Uh, I know what list you're looking at. There are two names that I'm, I'll wait for you to get to. I'm going to skip over Alan Cumming because I just don't see it. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Yes. Norman Osborne. Because Matthew McConaughey, even if he plays a role, he always looks dirty to me. Like, take a <laughs> shower, man. Just, just, just it's awful, yeah. evil, something. There's something underlying, like, that's just not right that he's going to. Yeah, it's like you waiting. Like, every movie he does, it's like, I'm just waiting on him to snap. Okay. Um, we give you Michael Emerson. How about that one? Looking at the, looking at the list, it'll be a good outside-the-box pick. Let me see. I see one, uh, another one on this list. I'm not going to say what site, but uh, they have Antonio Banderas. I can't see Banderas as Norman Osborn. Yeah. That, that's, that's strange to me. But the one I was thinking about before, the one that's also on this list, the one that many people want, have wanted in the MCU forever, Brian Cranston. Yeah. Another dirty, like, just <laughs> dirty. Like, he's going to do you dirty. Like, it, it's a long, what was the TV? Was it Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. It's a long way from Malcolm, Middle, Malcolm in the Middle for Brian Cranston. Everybody sees Walter White every time. Yeah, but you know what? How old is he? Do you care? You just want a 63 year old man. Like I said, <laughs> if we can get Cranston, we're going to get Oldman, too. But, but, you know, like I said, but Brian, yeah, he just got that. It's almost yeah. like he's dignified dirt. Now, honestly, <laughs> Brian Cranston is 65, but you feel like he could still... Yeah, like I said, he's dignified. He can do the whole father figure for Peter. Yeah, uh, but... Businessman, and then... The, but he's just outright cruel I, to his about, own kid. Yeah, I'm about mm-hmm. to snap and, you know... Yeah. Fuck them kids. Let's take my money. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, he... And that's what I'm saying. Him and Gary Oldman both had that character trait when they acted like... Uh, oh, why'd you do that? No! Yeah. And they, I mean... Like I, I said, it, it needs to be, you know, that kind of suave, kind of charming businessman that has that, I'm a root, that ruthless cutthroat businessman side, and then the, wow, he's like evil, evil side. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, we're not even joking. Like, he has murdered people side. Yeah. Or had people murdered by, you know, people under him. Yeah, like I said, it's just you need someone who's going to be engaging just so he could cut you deep when he betrays you. Um, Between Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, how much is the MCU about to change? I, I know that's a very loaded question, but how much is the MCU about to change? I think we're about to get a serious 180. With a oh oh we're sorry we'll take it back we'll go 360 and then get hit with an outright vicious 180 again. You might catch a couple jabs maybe a hook here or there and then 
there's a giant haymaker, uppercut, anything that just literally knocks you off your feet. Like, I didn't see that coming. I, I, I never thought they were going to take it that far, go to that point, and they went there. Yeah. Which is, in a way, kind of what they did when, uh, what was it, when we went to see uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, I think it was. And, you know, you started seeing little hints and things. You see Thor, the first Thor, you see little hints and things. Yeah. And he was like, okay, this is good. They're putting everything together. He's like, okay, they're going to do the Avengers. I've never seen, we haven't seen, a, you know, a team up mm-hmm. from multiple movies. Like, you know, we've seen X-Men and first Fantastic Four and everything. We haven't seen a team up of other movie than the one movie. And then you sat there, you got that post credit scene and... You got your first appearance of Thanos. It's like, oh, wow, we're taking it there. Yeah. I, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah, it's like not only are we, but I love how they did it with Thanos. Not only did they take you there, then they had the nerve to make you wait. Right. More and, and it wasn't just like, okay, the next movie, every next movie is going to be that. No. Lay your seeds. Let it grow. Let it build. And when you got there, it was worth your entire build. Yeah, it was like, uh-oh, this is Thanos. He is patient. Oh, and it's too late. You're wrapped up in it. And the crazy thing about that is it's not just Thanos anymore that you can build to because there's a lot of people that can see you building towards Mephisto, can see mm-hmm. you building to. well, we are building towards Kane the Conqueror, mm-hmm. building towards Galactus, building towards, you know, I'll throw it out there since I'm about to go there next, building towards Victor Von Doom. Yeah, I, I think the real key movie is gonna be gonna be the Eternals because there's no to be blunt, there's no real reason to make an Eternals movie. They I'm don't good. have they don't have a classic comic book run to draw on. No one is like, ooh, yeah, you see the Eternals? No one knows who did people yeah, who have been reading comic books for fifty years yeah. can barely can barely explain it. If if you care exclude this year, you go back from like, you know, Iron Man was at two thousand eight. So you go two thousand eight to say two thousand nineteen you say Eternals, a casual moviegoer fan is like, what is that? I don't care about that. Yep. And, I, and then, you know, two years later, it's like, I cannot wait to see Eternals. So, so and for them to go out of their way, for Kevin Feige to go, no, I want an Eternals movie, there has to be a reason for it. It means a lot more than we know it is. And that's what right I said. I, like I said, when you walk out of a movie and you know you've been punched and you can't find your punch, and you taking a hit, and because let's just keep it real, the Eternals. If everyone, everyone should be wondering, all right, is Thanos about to pop back up on us? Because mm-hmm. let's just keep it real. You're talking about his daddy, his mama, right? So it's like, what Th- are we Thanos doing? Thanos is is uh, what half deviant and pretty much half Eternal. So. Yeah. So, you can see young Thanos in this movie. We don't know. There you, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's so intriguing because just like, what's going on? And then, just even on a side note, who did Thanos fall in love with? Death. Mm-hmm. Is she about to make another reappearance? It's and, like. And go, going back to what he said, it's like, traditionally, there's no reason to make an Eternals movie. Unless you have some something shit. that needs to be established, needs to be stomped down into the foundation right, right now for your future. Yeah. Or just to start some good old shit. 
let's just keep it real because, hey, what's the best part sometimes of a good fight that you're waiting to see on pay-per-view? Mm-hmm. That build-up and people just right. outright the build-up. You see that anticipation. You see the angst, the animosity building. Well, speaking of build-up and anticipation, um, we obviously don't have a date yet. I'm thinking it'll be probably July is 2023. Uh, Fantastic Four. It's going to have the director from the Spider-Man movie, well, the latest Spider-Man movies. Um, How would you introduce the Fantastic Four to the MCU? What way would you do it? Uh, A lot of that is going to depend on the outcome of the Spider-Man movie. If you establish the multiverse as a thing that everyone knows about, then you can have, because, I mean, the old Fantastic Four up up in a rocket ship origin ain't going to really work in 2021, 23, whenever it comes out. But if they're multiverse explorers, and who knows what weird energy you have, Get when you're going through the multiverse, and that's how you can that's how you can establish the Fantastic Four. And unless my personal favorite, you just say, you know what? They're already here. We're not doing an origin story. Let's just move. And honestly, already here, not doing an origin story. Know why that works for Fantastic Four? Because you just did it with Spider-Man: Homecoming. Who directed Spider-Man: Homecoming? John Watts. Who's directed Fantastic Four? John Watts. Make it happen. Or <laughs> I could just say, just do, do, do it the way it should have been done. They were a pure accident. Mm-hmm. We could just see their origin happen. And Well, let's back up a few minutes. What if that's a part of the emergence? Yeah, just a pure accident. From Eternals. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, hey, these people are off on their space mission. And they just happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. And like I said, because technically you would consider the government would want to hide it. All right, let's tell everybody they're dead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can literally see their origin. And I think Feige and them was clever enough to pull it off. And honestly, they set it up going back to homecoming because I'm not saying they will do it, but they could use the sale of the Avengers Tower in New York yeah. to become the Baxter building for, you know, Reed Richards in, in the four. What was your prediction for when the Fantastic Four movie happens? Um, as far as timeline or when it comes out? When it comes out. I'm thinking July 23. July 8, 2022. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. If you're going to tease a Namor or Latveria, you do it there. Okay. A so, space accident. A space accident. November 11th, 2022. The Marvels. You need an accident in space. There you go. And then you lead into July 2023 with Fantastic Four. Yeah. So you could establish Doom, Namor, and the space accident a year ahead for, for to set up your Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, because like here, let's think how they did it with the young movie. It's young mutants, excuse me. Maybe we get we don't get that typical goody two shoe buildup. Let's see someone literally dying and becoming a thing, like outright vicious attack mm-hmm. in a trailer. Because 
that's one thing that I even noticed. A lot of these trailers or excuse me, are veering off of such a oh, we're buddy. No, it's like something like that would be extremely traumatic to you. Yeah. So why is you gonna glorify it? Like, oh everybody wanna go get into space, I can become a hero. You see what I'm saying? You have to give up something to get it. And I always thought that the Fantastic Four's origin story was just so bland and cheesy. I just never connected with that book. Even though I like a couple of the stories, I just never felt that they suffered or earned the right to be a hero. Let me uh let me let me throw out the uh the crumbling timeline that could happen. So you have Eternals, right? Mm -hmm. Then you have Spider-Man No Way Home. You have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Obviously, all three of those things could impact Fantastic Four. Thor Love and Thunder could impact Fantastic Four in a way. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. You just had the idea of establishing Doctor Doom and establishing Namor in that movie. The Marvels, that's November 2022. You could, you know, like you just said, the uh, the space accident. That could be something that happens at the Marvels. After that, you go to uh, February 2023. You have Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. That's something else because, you know, Kang the Conqueror is a major Fantastic Four villain that could help establish the Fantastic Four. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And it's then, and wait, before we even get to potentially, let's say potentially July for for an F4 movie, I shouldn't say F4 because that makes you think Fast and Furious, for a Fantastic Four <laughs> movie, in May 2023, you got the third Guardians of the Galaxy. All of that could impact just to lead up to, to build to the Fantastic Four, the way we built up to Thanos and, and the Avengers and everything else. And go... Sidebar off of Guardians, you still need to establish Adam Warlock that we tease in the second Guardians. <laughs> Hold on. He's going to hurt Rocket. <laughs> uh, two, 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 well, one fan cast I'm going to do and one hot take. One, uh, Game of Thrones. Nikolai Coster-Waldo Nikolai, uh, should be Adam Warlock. I'm throwing it out there. And he'll have two hands. He won't have no. one hand and a sword hand. He'll the other one. Um, that's my cast, Random Warlock. The other one, Rocket Raccoon dies. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh, my goodness. You want to hurt people? You want to tug at the heartstrings? Rocket yeah. dies. You know what? I'll go bigger. Rocket and Drax dies. Well, yeah, you know... Um Batista wants away from the character now. Well, it's not just that, but you could you could write that into, you know, having a bigger meaning. But you know what? It's oh, I think that the next whoever's playing Adam Warlock, I hope it's one of the Hollywood's biggest pretty boys. Well, that goes back to other fan castings of one Zac Efron. But I don't think he would do it now. Nah, he's not pretty enough for me. I mean, <laughs> how, I just how look, pretty boy do you need your warlock to be? Come on, think about it. He, he's gold. He's attractive. I just want it to be like so. But he okay? Would you rather 
uh, Marvel finds an unknown. Yeah, almost how they did with Scott Summers and X Men. Dude actually looked like Scott Summers from the comic book. Mm-hmm. It was like how you lucky going back are you? to uh, the original, the James Marsden yeah. casting. Yeah, it was like he really looked like douche. Like, yeah, now I know why Wolverine want to punch you in your one eye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because sometimes them actors, they give you way better. Here, prime example. Netflix, The Punisher. Right. Come on. It's like he's everything you would think The Punisher would be once you take away the comic book lore from him. Not this hulking guy who's eating bullets. He's just outright vicious and determined and yeah, I'm, blend I'm gonna, in. I'm going to get shot. I'm going to get stabbed. I'm going to get beat up. But, but if I'm you going, don't but kill I'm me, gonna come after you. Yeah, and if you don't <laughs> kill me, you're gonna wish you would have. And that's what Adam come on, think about it. Adam Warlock is that character. He's supposed to be this the perfection of the sovereign. Yeah. But he's outright vicious yeah. when he comes. I don't know if they will want to want these problems. But, but if they do Adam Warlock in the Universal Church of Truth, they will get all of my money. Mm-hmm. You, that, I know no one knows. Universal Church of Truth is an old warlock storyline. Pretty much space fundamentalist Christians. Space fundamentalist Christians. Where join us, join us or die. Yeah. Just think about it. But the Guardians are dead to them. Well, excuse me, what Rocket did to them people. <laughs> Kept stealing their batteries. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it's funny, but you don't think about it. All right. It may be trash to you, but it was highly sacred to them. Mm-hmm. And what are they willing to do to get that part of them back? And Adam Warlock is their end-all, be-all to you trespassing and hurting them. Um, Just randomly spitballing. Between, Adam, between, Adam, between Guardians 3 and Thor 4, what's the odds of a better Ray Bill showing up? I think he's you, here, you, and we you, may not have saw it. He already had it teased in uh, in Ragnarok. He had the uh, yeah, the yeah. head on on the helmet. Uh, the helmet, yeah, yeah. No, not the helmet. It was um on like on the tower. It was like a statue. Oh, the statue! I forgot uh, about Ray the Ray statue. Yeah, when it went on. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm blanking on his name. On um. The building where where uh, Jeff Goldblum's character yeah. held all the you know all the battles all the fights yeah the, my dumb butt almost said collector but not collect god darn it <laughs> no not the collector but the collector's brother grandmaster yeah the grandmaster Grand, yeah <laughs> um I mean, if you're going to because I mean they got they're gonna get three movies plus Avengers and stuff out of Batista and uh, Chris Pratt and Zoe Saldana etc they're done all right I. But if you can introduce a better Ray Bill, maybe a Nova. That's um, where I would go. I'm like somebody not, like that. Some, so not that you're gonna have another group movie, but you can have a solo space movie. Right. Yeah. So yeah, okay. You might have Warlock, but introduce Nova because you can use you can use Nova for for a good long while. You can get 
different versions of Nova. You can well, use you get good and bad out of Nova. <laughs> you could use Richard you know. Ryder Nova. You could use Sam Alexander Nova. You could use Nova in different storylines, different places, different well, now different timelines, wherever wherever you need to use Nova at. And that's I mean, you've already established the Nova core anyway, so let's get to that point. And it, oh, and we're forgetting about another movie. What's that? That can bring a new character in. Deadpool. Hmm? Deadpool. Deadpool three. Um, there's no date on it yet, but no, and you know they're they're probably in the writing stages and the yeah. probably right now probably in production pre production as far as scouting locations and whatnot and where, where yeah, but I'm just saying thing. it's because you consider they're gonna want to at least have Deadpool three out there by 23. You would hope so. It so, would be nice to yeah. If not, I mean. Potentially 23 is packed, okay? Because you're looking at Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania in February, Guardians in May, right? Mm-hmm. I said potentially Fantastic Four in July. You still could have Blade and Captain America 4 in 2023. Yeah, but what about in January? I don't know if they would do that because that's, you know, just one month separation. Of which in I'm December. saying, let's, no, I'm saying, let's say you do something in January, you got Ant Man come out in February. I don't know if they want to. Well, actually, isn't that how they did it the one time? But it's by accident too. I mean, I, I I say that when literally Eternals comes out November and Spider Man comes out December, but that's kind of a Sony decision. That's not. Yeah, but I was also I'm trying to think what two movies turned out to be a blockbusters and they took money away from each other because they weren't expecting it to the one movie to do so well. Um. Wow, you're asking me to remember uh, <laughs> remember uh, release numbers. No, no, I'm just trying to think of what movie was because it was literally they were canceling each other out, and the one other movie snuck in and did good on them. Oh my goodness! I don't know, but uh, I mean, it could be worse. It could be, you know, you have um, you have Endgame over here, and then you drop Dark Phoenix. Like you, you got overshadowed before. Yeah. <laughs> it was ever going to happen. Of course, it doesn't help that Dark Phoenix is not the, exactly the greatest movie of the world. Well, actually, Ant Man, Ant Man actually crushed another <laughs> Marvel movie. Yeah, actually, I think that's what I'm talking about. Uh, it was Ant Man and Avengers that came out, and Ant Man took all the stain. And and then Dark they, and then Dark Phoenix still came out, and like I said, it didn't help that a it wasn't that good. And it was basically the last Fox. Yeah, and Ant-Man just ran so, rampant over everything. I knew it was, a, I'm like, hold on. Because remember, Ant-Man was released, what? That was the dead time before September. It was It was in the in the summer. Yeah, it was what, late August? It I, might, might have been I, July. No, it was. It was late July. Because what it was, I forgot what movie was coming out in September. And they pushed the movie back a little bit because Ant Man was just running rampant. It wouldn't die. Um, so yeah, there, there's plenty of opportunities to introduce Fantastic Four the right way. Yeah. Uh, as far as introductions go, and we mentioned mutants earlier. How would you introduce the X Men to the Marvel uni- Marvel Cinematic Universe right now? How would you introduce the X? It, it could be, you know, this year. It could be two years from now, three years from now. How would you introduce X Men? Easy. They're sick and tired of being hunted. 
Because let's just keep it real. But what if, what if they're not known? No, that's how I wanted to come out. Like, they're not known. They're almost like... Uh, I'm trying to think. Because they almost did it right. I'm trying to think. What was that? Man, my goodness. Because Sony, you know, they were, do- they were doing so much... Um, X Men is X Men that the Box, one where yeah. yeah, what was that one? I give you uh, while you're thinking about that, I give you end of days three three uh, days of future past. That's what you're talking I mean, about? excuse me, days of future past. Like, Dude, because I'm because <laughs> I got so tired. Of, look, I got so tired of them because of the simple fact that if you stick with the comic book, people forget they were always in the shadows. Mm-hmm. They were saving people, but from the shadows. Well, I'll give you that. Along with that, I'll give you a couple ways you can do it. Well, first, I already talked about the snaps. You've had four snaps in the MCU, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, you could do the multiverse, or you could do they like they've already exist. They've been there. They just either under wraps, lying dormant, powers not really excelled yet. That's why the emergence is a thing. Or they just uh, let me look to my brother and get comic bookie, Krakoa. They're just <laughs> they're <laughs> just island. on the island of Krakoa, all to themselves, bothering nobody. Actually, I just hope they move them away from New York and I put them back up in New Hampshire or Krakoa. <laughs> no, because think about it. I, I remember because they always everybody was always looking for the X Men in New York. But they were always based in New Hampshire. I think. I think they. I mean, obviously, they're going to introduce them slowly. But I, and that's how to put it. Gradually, hint, gradual hints, dropping little clues and Easter eggs. Whether it be the emergence, whether it be something in Captain Marvel two, whether it be something in Doctor Strange. But little hints, little Easter eggs. But then. This is a problem. I don't, I don't want to do an origin. I don't want them to do an origin story. I don't want them to either also do the whole uh, feared and hunted on the run thing. But what they do, I, that's I'm not sure on. Um, I don't know how to introduce everything. I give you two ideas I had, and one of them involves Black Panther. You can introduce Aurora Monroe. You can introduce a Storm and Black Panther to Wakanda Forever. The other one, you Marvel and the MCU likes to do things traditionally how, you know, kind of how it was in the comic book, but, you know, minor tweaks and whatnot, right? The Marvels should introduce Anna Marie Rogue. And that is how Rogue gains her powers and you know, you establish oh, oh this this universe has a rogue now. X Men are must be around the corner. It must be coming soon. Or like I said, or they can use um, Deadpool because you got one good villain mm-hmm. they could bring and bring him out of the multiverse, Mojo. Um, I, um, I don't know if the world's ready for a Mojo no, movie. <laughs> I, am ready, I am ready for a Deadpool and Mojo movie. I don't need any X-Men, just Deadpool and Mojo. But if you wanted to... No, that's what I'm saying. Deadpool having to deal with Mojo. Okay. And this now, 
because you deal with Mojo, you got to deal with Cable. Now you got to deal with Cable's parents. Think they bring back uh, Josh Brolin for Cable? Probably, yeah. Okay. I would hope so. I mean, he wasn't that bad. He was nah. pretty good. Yeah. It just... I mean, people complain, like, oh, my God, he's not, like, 7'5". Like, okay, find me the 7'5 actor that can act. Well, they got <laughs> and, him, and, but they just look, play And trees. have the muscle. But, like, look, <laughs> they play trees. They play aliens. <laughs> they, play, they play Wookiees. You know? Um, <laughs> who, uh... First X-Men team, who would you put on the team? Are we going traditional or are I, we going who who would who would Everett, who would Jason, who would Chris on put your, on the X Men team? Honestly depends on how you're gonna do it. If you're doing an intro introduction, you have to have Professor X. You yep. have to have Jean Grey. Xavier's there. You have to have Cyclops. Jean Grey's there, Cyclops is there. If, if you're going to introduce if you're going to introductory mutants are just showing up and need help and getting them together, you have to have those three. I can tell you off Tell y'all right now, I would not have Wolverine in my first X Men no, movie. You can't. I'll 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 kind of take that idea, but switch a little bit. I'll give you Xavier, Gene, and Cyclops. Right? I already said Rogue and Storm. You got five. Part of me wants to put Beast and Iceman in there. Then I also want to put Colossus and Nightcrawler in there. Maybe Gambit. You can, you know, do what you want to do between Gambit and Nightcrawler, whatever you want to fit in there. And I don't show Wolverine. Wolverine's not in the movie until the teaser uh, uh, at the end credit. Yep, and you got to put his biggest draw to him. And, and it's not because, oh, my God, we're tired of Wolverine. Well, it's part of that, but it's also Wolverine's not the most important X-Man. No, but. In a lot of stories. You're right, and one of the important X-Men that everybody always want to get rid of, but they got to do it right. You got to bring Warren Worthington. Yeah, you could do Angel. Angel. But I'm saying, like, it's uh, for 20 years or so, it's been the Wolverine movies. I know. And Established Cyclops. Yeah. Established Jean Grey the way they should have been from the beginning, and then you could say, okay, that guy from Canada, you know, He's still, he's here. He's coming. It's just not in this movie as we fight this battle against whatever villain it is. Quick, quick Gambit thought. Don't make Gambit an X-Men. Make him someone Storm knows from her thieving past. Yep. Wolverine knows from the underground. Who can get stuff for you? Who can do favors? Make him ham- Make him an actual evil Han Solo. Because- Gambit's in Magivore. Yeah, yeah Do because like you know that. what? Because honestly, people don't even pay attention. Gambit didn't start out as a X-Men. But, I mean... As a hero. You know, yeah, he, he was, was a villain. villain. He was like, this Steven jerk keep messing everything <laughs> up. Yeah, I'll, you could you could really do like the thieves. Girl. And do not get Shannon Tatum. No, <laughs> but, I mean it would have been great at the time, but that yeah. that time has passed. And but you could really do the the thieves guild and everything in Magipore yeah. or or even in obviously New Orleans, Southern USA, whatever. And and if you if you wanted to do a origin movie with the X Men are semi there, you can have Kitty Pride as your uh, intro. New to the X Men, new to the X Men character, or 
first day in the school, and there's Gene, there's Beast, there's whoever. Mm-hmm. Dazzler. Nah. Dazzler. <laughs> Actually, not but the, members not in the not the, on the team. But once you establish that mutants are a thing, definitely have a dazzler side character show up somewhere. No, I'm just saying. Okay, because you I, know I, they'll try to get little cutesy. Yeah. I, okay. You want to get cutesy? I'll give you this. You gotta pick Jubilee or you gotta pick Dazzler. I'll, I'll, you can't Everybody have both. Go Jubilee, but you know somebody gonna <laughs> say, "Well, we need a Dazzler." No, we don't. <laughs> Well, and if we do get Dazzler, I want her in one place, on stage with pasties dancing for Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> you want this Mojo verse thing, <laughs> dude? Mojo was to me. He's probably one of the most underrated, but greatest villains. Okay. He's there just he wants to entertain you. Do you have an actor for Mojo? CGI. Yeah. Is the yeah voice. You, well, yeah, CGI, but somebody's got to voice it. Somebody, well, not a, uh, the way they do CGI now. Somebody, you know who I would want to do it? Somebody's got to do the motion uh-uh, capture. Uh-uh. You know who I want to do it? The same person who did the voice of him from the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, my God. I, him knows. was well, just... No. <laughs> well, because of my daughter, but... Yeah, but that evil... But, like, what is... I mean, he, like... If, well, here, most people ain't going to know who him was from Powerpuff Girls. But the guy who played the devil in there, his voice was always soothing with a little auto-tune and then just heavy bass that would just shatter something. I always thought Mojo was more uh, manic. Or, oh my God, we're not ready to do that. But, but if you got to imagine this- Charlie Day with more bass in his voice. Charlie Day. Charlie Day from, from uh, uh, It's from Always, always Sunny in the, Philadelphia. The from It's Always Sunny. Never Philadelphia. seen the show. How have you never that, seen That it's guy with more bass in his voice. And then you have a very deadpan someone playing the uh, his assistant and someone else uh, who's also as deadpan doing uh, Spiral. Spiral in, in movie form. It, it was all, it's all <laughs> our boss is a raving idiot. But it'll also kill us. Can you believe we're at the point of like you could actually talk about mojo? Like you could actually talk about spiral. Yeah, because you know what? <laughs> People forget how strong of characters they are. No, it's not just I mean, like, we're at the point of okay, we're old enough to remember we we had to deal with the Electra movie or the Catwoman movie or go now Tank Girl and like Ugh. and now we're at the point of Random Marvel F list character can be seen on screen. Well, actually, we got saved one for DC because I definitely believe they need to put this F list villain in a movie because he he'd be, be great for right now times. Um. So yeah, that's Marvel is <laughs> Marvel's amazing. Pimping the gang. That's Marvel's just amazing. To still have everybody heavily invested well over 10 years later and no signs of slowing down at all. And here's the craziest part. But yet they were on their deathbed when they did this. Right. Yeah. Or or, or not even just that, but... They were bankrupt in the 90s. 
that that's why they didn't own X Men. That's why they didn't own Spider Man because they had to sell them off to Fox and Sony because they were bankrupt. Hold on, come on. Let's just uh, keep and it also Fantastic Four and Daredevil because they had even to sell that. them off. Think about it. Blade saved them, and but if you look, New Line would took all the risk, but Marvel got all the glory. And it, well, even in two thousand eight, it was really you gonna make a movie with a C list character like Iron Man. How did that one turn out? You got an entire multiple billion dollar. I don't even know if franchise is a big enough word Hold for on. what the Marvel Cinematic Universe Hold is on. now. Actually, talking about career was on his deathbed. Uh, Donnie Jr. Robert no. Donnie Jr. Yeah, or if it wasn't for Terrence Howard talking this fool into it mm-hmm. and taking less money to get him, where would his career be? I'm just saying, like, you, you take a, a you know, Back then, the A-list characters is Spider-Man, obviously. Yeah. It's, it's going to be Hulk, no matter what it is. It's going to be X-Men, and it was going to be Fantastic Four. But they didn't own any of that stuff. Hulk was Universal. Spider-Man was Sony. X-Men, Fantastic Four was Fox. What is, what is a Marvel Studios? What are they going to do? Get some of their C-list characters or characters that nobody cared about in years like Captain America and Thor and Iron Man? Yes, yes they did. <laughs> and look where we're at now. <laughs> look where we're at now. You got people literally crying tears for a walking, talking tree and a raccoon. Or you have... You have Hawkeye getting his own show. And not just Hawkeye, but Hawkeye's apprentice in the show. Hold on, hold on. And let me say this, and I mean it in all derogatory terms. And who would expect the biggest pimp to back him in Disney? You, you never, you never would have guessed this twenty years ago. Yeah, because <laughs> like I said, I hate Disney with a passion. But Disney loves money, and they saw that <laughs> money and were like, and, and, and like it's not even just like like I said, the smaller, well, formerly smaller characters now big characters like Groot and, and Rocket. But like, nobody's seen Captain Marvel get in a movie. Nobody's seen Black Panther get in a movie. Ant Man. Nope. What do we start the show with? Nobody's seen Shang Chi get in a movie. Ant Man only exists because <laughs> Edgar Wright, for some strange reason, loves Ant Man. And then dropped them, dropped that was neutrally parted ways from the movie. There's no reason for, for Ant- differences. There's yeah. no reason the Ant Man movie should exist. And like, and that was the beauty. Even when it dropped in the summer, mm-hmm. it dropped like, all right, we'll just throw this out here, get it out here, get a couple of bucks, and then we'll keep, do what we want. No, Ant Man became a major player that they actually had to write him in to the movies. But like, like I said, what we start to show with if. This was 2002, the same year, you know, first Sam Raimi Spider-Man came out. Shang-Chi coming out in 2002 would have been maybe a, like, $75 million budget. Hold on, excuse me. Almost straight to video, just a cheap action movie with a techno soundtrack in the background. Hold on, also, and... <laughs> it would have been Mortal Kombat. It, it would have been a, a probably higher version of Mortal Kombat... Annihilation. <laughs> and set off some people. You're just culturally appropriating these people. Right. Just, and, it wasn't expected yeah. to be this. And now you literally can take, you can you can take 
the Marvel encyclopedia, flip a page, point your finger and say, let's do that character. <laughs> as, somebody that, as somebody that has the Marvel encyclopedia, there's a lot of characters in there. And, but hold on, and here's the craziest <laughs> part about it. And every time they land a punch, DC feels it. Don't do that. Come on, <laughs> you gotta admit that. I ain't got that kind of time right now. Don't do that. I hate to say it, DC. You, know what? I'm you, not, just, you just made me change my thing up. I'm not saying I'm wrong. You're wrong. I'm just saying I got that kind of time right now. Um. Oh, I, I guess you two didn't got an argument about this. Uh, going to wrap this up. Uh, yeah, it's if you haven't seen it yet, go see Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. In November, go see Eternals. In December, go see Spider Man: No Way Home. And just follow along with the ride. You've been on the ride more than likely. You, it's hard to find somebody who hasn't seen at least one Marvel movie. True. I mean, you're almost at 30 movies. It's hard to find somebody that hasn't seen at least one or at least part of one. Actually, you know what I can't wait to do? Wait five more years. You're just going to binge all 40-something movies. And then sit there and laugh and complain about the graphics. Because <laughs> right. right. the Marvels eclipsing their own graphics, and they're doing it. Like, what kind of CGI is this? This is very <laughs> 2010-ish or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um. So yeah, uh, finish out the show. Go around and and what's your fandom for the show, Jason? What's your fandom for the for this show? Can't wait to see Namor. Drooling. Namor, you, you again, you want to see him in uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, right? Yeah, can't wait to see how they're going to punch DC in the face and say, y'all should have did Aquaman this way. I mean, the heavy rumor, obviously, I don't think nothing's been concerned, but the reported rumor was Tanakarita that was cast as Namor, but we just, you know, we don't we don't know. Until, like I said, I just can't wait to see we the see graphics it. of it. Until we see something on set or we see a, a trailer. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. uh, e, what's your fandom for 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 today? Uh, I'll keep it in the Marvel movies. We haven't brought it up yet, but a very well done, and it's Oscar Isaac, so I have no doubt it won't be Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon uh, Knight Disney Plus show is Mo- coming. Moon Knight, if they can throw in a maybe Daredevil, and Moon Knight started off as a werewolf by night character. Even throw in the werewolf or type of thing, Dracula type of thing, but a really good Moon Knight show. And I wouldn't be shocked if a new Disney Plus show was announced for Midnight Suns. Oh, yeah. Also, I want my Moon Knight as crazy as the comic books. <laughs> um, It's been fun talking Marvel. I'm going to finish up with my fandom, and Jason kind of kind of gave it away a little my bit. Man. No, it's cool. Uh, upcoming DC stuff. Yeah, we all love Marvel. Everybody loves Marvel. DC has some good stuff coming up. Um, you got the Batman coming. You got Black Adam coming. You got the Flash coming. You got Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I I just seen a picture of, like, the the stealth Aquaman suit uh, the other day. Um, Shazam Fury of the Gods is coming. And I'm sure Wonder Woman 3 is coming. Just make it better than 1984. Um... (laughs) 
I'm pretty sure they'll do a Joker sequel. I've even seen the possibility of a Jared Leto Joker movie, but I don't think they'll do both. Um, uh, Nightwing has a project coming. Static Shock has a project coming. Green Lantern Corps is coming. And then, you know, TV side of things, you still got Batgirl and Blue Beetle and, you know, other characters coming from DC. DC has some things coming too. And and obviously if you have, uh, what, HBO Max, you got Doom Patrol and Titans on right now. You can watch those. Or or the animated uh, Harley Quinn show. You can watch that. DC has a lot of stuff. Marvel has a lot of stuff. It's probably the best time we could have ever dripped whatever happened for comic book movie-related things because, like I said earlier, we had to suffer through... <laughs> Uh, so let's see. Me to- we had to suffer through Elektra and Tank Girl and Batman and Robin and well, I'm honestly Batman Forever. So you're telling me Superman three, Superman you four, didn't like the old Spider Man <laughs> when you saw the floor launching to the ceiling, <laughs> Spider Man versus the museum robbers or something, <laughs> or or Spider Man with the wire like bug eye cut yeah. in the TV show, yeah, or- David Hasselhoff, Agent of Shield. Yeah, Ooh. or 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 Dolph Lundgren as Nick Fury. Yeah, we've we've been around Dolph Lundgren Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was some trash. What was it, Ray? Was it Ray? Not Ray Winston. It was Ray something. The, no, the Punisher, Dolph. Punisher, Ray Stevenson. I think the Punisher Warzone movie. Yeah, that was just. That was just too. That was violent just to be violent. At least that, it was better than Dolph. That was, that was, that was actually watching. <laughs> yeah, Dolph. Hey, you talking about shoot me, God, please? <laughs> yeah, it, uh, Dolph Lundgren, Ray Stevenson, Thomas Jane. We've had a lot of Punishers. <laughs> Thomas Jane was good, but who Dolph? Hey, John Bernthal is your Punisher, though, right? That Netflix Punisher. That yeah. is your Punisher. Yeah. But, hey, man, I'm sorry. You know what happened movie? Dolph Lundgren is He-Man. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are not jumping in the, yeah, we're not jumping <laughs> the Masters of the Universe right now. All right, uh, that'll do it for another episode of the Cleveland Fandom Podcast. Uh, you can follow us at CLE Fandom Pod on Twitter, CLE Fandom Pod on Instagram. You can follow Jason Roberts at... At Kratos Lives. You can follow Everett Williams at... E-V-S-Y-N Williams. All right, that'll do it for us. We'll see you next time. And let us know on Twitter and Instagram what's your fandom. Good night.